It's Murphy Houston, and welcome into Mile High Magazine on this Sunday. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying safe from the COVID, wearing a mask, social distancing, washing the hands, all the stuff we're supposed to be doing. And today joining me is my friend Joan Thielen, who's the public relations manager at the Denver Dumb Friends League, or the Dumb Friends League, if you prefer that. Joan, I've been with the Denver Dumb Friends League so long, I still call it Denver Dumb Friends League. (laughs) But we all know what that's about. So how are things going over there? How are you guys handling the COVID? Things getting better? The adoption's going well? What's happening? Yeah, you know, things are going good at the Dumb Friends League. We've definitely had a lot of changes and adapted our adoption process throughout this entire year, as a lot of other organizations have done as well, to be able to still provide that need to the community because pets are, are so important for everybody, especially right now. It's a great time to adopt, and we've really been able to see a lot of compassion from our community, both in you know wanting to adopt pets and support the Dumb Friends League. Well, it's pretty amazing because uh, we've obviously adopted many pets from you guys, and now we have our little white dog. We, his name is Bear. I don't know what mix he is, but he's he. I mean, really, during this COVID, he's he's been my wife and I. He's our buddy. I mean, he we talk to him, and he turns his head and like he understands what I'm saying. And uh, and then if I give him a bone, that's that makes the day. See and. I'm sure that's how it is with folks adopting from the Dumb Friends League. So do you think adoptions are up? You know, we've actually seen a little bit of a decrease in adoptions at the Dumb Friends League, but it's not for lack of people wanting to adopt a pet. With the stay-at-home order, there was a period of time that we weren't able to adopt pets. And since then, we've adapted our process starting with a virtual adoption process and now we're again allowing in-person adoptions at the shelter for all pets at our Denver location, the Leslie A. Malone Center. So we've seen a, a lot of interest, a lot of people coming out and wanting to adopt pets. The process just takes a little bit longer now with the COVID restrictions. So we're excited to continue to pair people with pets and are excited for how much support we've had from our community. Well, it's good to know that you can come back down to the Dumb Friends League and actually be with that pet. Because even virtually, that's kind of better than nothing thing. But it's not like being down there with that pet you want to take home, is it? Yeah, absolutely. There's something about walking through the adoption kennels and looking at the animals that are available and making that connection with the pet. We did have a lot of success with our virtual adoption process as well. We made a lot of connections with people who told us, you know, I never would have picked this pet to adopt, but it's been a great fit for me. So that was really exciting to see. And, you know, like we talked about, our animals are so important right now for our mental and physical well-being, and I joke that my pets are living their best life with us being home a lot of the time, (laughs) (laughs) getting to spend all day outside, go for lots of walks, so... We're, we're excited to be able to bring that joy to people. Well, and the cool thing is, if folks have not seen how the uh, Quebec Street Shelter looks these days after the remodel down there, they got to get down there and see it. You guys did an amazing job. It's beautiful. Absolutely. The, the new parts of the shelter are wonderful, and we're so fortunate to be able to have those. And we're in the process of opening even a newer part. We're in phase four of the five-phase construction project so our veterinary services area the new area is getting ready to open uh, in a couple of weeks so we're really excited for that yeah i saw kind of the the building part of that that's going to be amazing technology in there absolutely yep so talk any neat adoption stories you can share with the people or how people can still get involved well let's talk about that a little bit 
Sure. So it's so hard to pick an adoption story because they're they're all so special. But there's one that stands out to me, and it's because I got to know this dog while it was at the Dumb Friends League. Um, we staff were coming in to help walk dogs during the stay-at-home order because we couldn't have all of our volunteers coming into the building. So I met this dog named Samantha, oh. who was super fearful. She's a one-year-old Catahoula mix. And she, I took her out for a walk, and she just froze. And oh. we, I think we were stuck outside for like 20 minutes before I could finally oh. encourage her to walk back in. But I'm happy to report that after two months at the shelter, she found an incredible home who sent us an update and let us know that she's really coming out of her shell. She's playing. She's getting to know other dogs. They said that she's still learning to trust some, but that she's just doing really great. So that, to me, meant a lot to to see her in her new home, you know, feeling the love from from her new family. That's a great success story and, and ones we like to hear because you get some pets down there that are, are in interesting condition, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, we see all, we're an open admission shelter, so we don't turn any animal away, no matter their medical condition, behavioral condition. So we see a lot of different animals come to the shelter and we have great programs and resources for these pets. We have an incredible behavior department that can work with animals that are experiencing fear. We also have our veterinary team that does a variety of treatments, you know, much above spay and neuter surgeries. We do orthopedic surgeries, dental surgeries, treat a lot of different animals for different medical conditions. So we're, thanks to our community support, we're very fortunate to be able to help these animals. And you do a lot of that process before you even put the animals up for adoption, don't you? Absolutely. Every animal that comes to the Dumb Friends League is given a medical and behavioral evaluation to see what they need before they can go up for adoption. So we want to make sure that our animals are healthy and ready to settle into their new home so that it's a good fit for both the pet and the person. I know our little guy uh, was dropped off at the Dumb Friends League um, a few years ago and needed a, a surgery on his back leg because he couldn't walk on it, and the family couldn't afford it, so they gave the, the dog up, and you guys did the surgery, took care of Bear, and Bear, I wish I could tell that family that Bear runs around my backyard treating squirrels every day like he's a brand-new puppy. And oh, that's, good. That makes us so happy to well, hear. That's because of the work you guys do. And, and, and a lot of that is volunteer work. How are you handling that? Because you have so many volunteers. Are they able to still be involved with the COVID going on? They are. So we we have almost 1,400 volunteers, and uh, several of them are still coming into the Dumb Friends League to support our work. And like you said, they have their hands in everything. So they help with everything from dog walking to cat socialization our veterinary services area, humane education. So they really, you know, they do everything and they've been instrumental in helping us meet the needs of our community, especially right now. And, you know, if anybody is interested in volunteering, they can learn more about that at ddfl.org. We've had a lot of new volunteers come in and help with the dog walking, which has been really important to socialize and enrich the lives of those those dogs while they wait to meet their new families. So how is the adoption process go now? Do you still come in? Can you bring your whole family in? Do you sit with the dog? Do you bring an, if you have another pet, do you bring that pet in to see if they kind of bond a little bit? Is it the way it used to be? It's similar to the way it used to be at the Dumb Friends League. So we use a, a program called QList, which is similar to like a wait list for a restaurant. So you can go online to ddfl.org, look through the adoptable pets, and then sign into a virtual line 
there. So kind of learn about animals you might be interested in meeting with, sign into line, and then come down to the Dumb Friends League. We are limiting the number of people who can come into the building at a time, so the wait times are a little bit longer, and that's just to keep our staff and volunteers as well as the community safe. Um, We do require face masks at all times and do take temperatures as well before anyone can come into the building, but definitely, you know, bring your family. If you're interested in meeting with a dog that needs a dog visit, it will be indicated in their notes at ddfl.org. All that information is online at the website. It is. Yep. DDFL.org. You can learn that all under the adoptions page. Perfect. And it's a great website, too, by the way. How about adopting off an animal? How does that process, is that still the way it used to be? I know that's kind of behind the building, part of the new uh, renovation, and it's a really neat setup there. But we can still do that? Still adopt an animal? No, to drop an animal off if you no longer can afford it or there's a health issue or you just can't take care of it, something like that? Yeah, absolutely. So we our pet admissions area is still open. It's located on the back side, so the east side of the Leslie A. Malone Center. So if you're you know, have a pet that you're not able to care for anymore, definitely you can bring them in to the Dumb Friends League. We'd be happy to help support you with whatever need you have. Also, that's where our lost and found pet services are. So if you find a lost pet or if you've lost your pet, you can come to the pet admissions area there and they'll help support support you with that. We're not having any patrons come into the building but um, for the pet admissions, but you can definitely come and it's all done virtually over the phone. Is, uh, is that process go on 24-7 with actual people there? Weren't you doing that for a while before the COVID? We we do have staff on site 24 hours a day. The pet admission hours um, don't go 24 hours, but if we do have overnight drop-off kennels. So we have kennels that are accessible 24 hours a day and staff that are checking on those throughout the night. It's amazing some of the things they do at the Dumb Friends League. And you hear the basics of, oh, we go down to adopt a pet. But you guys have all kinds of classes you offer. Um, a, a big one that I like that I've talked about often is sometimes people in a neighborhood heard of a pet being abused or left out all the time and not taken care of. And they can reach out to you guys for help, can't they? Absolutely, yes. If you have any pet-related questions, definitely give us a call at 303-751-5772. And we have great programs for the community. We want to do everything we can to make sure that pets aren't suffering. So if you notice neglect and abuse, we have a program that can help with that. We have animal cruelty investigators, or we'll connect you with the appropriate people to help that pet in need. And, you know, if you just have questions about behavior with your owned pet, even if they're not from the Dumb Friends League, we have an incredible behavior helpline that you can contact and talk to one of our behavior specialists who will be able to help walk you through ways to help your pet and you get overcome those obstacles. Um, And then we have a solutions veterinary hospital as well, where we offer low cost veterinary care for the community. And that would include like surgeries, most anything at that new hospital setup, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yep. It's all done on a walk-in basis at Solutions Veterinary Hospital. So if you're experiencing a veterinary need with your pet, it's all walk-in. You can learn more at ddfl.org. But it's done on a low-cost basis, and you know, we're just excited to be able to provide that, that resource to the community who may not be able to afford it otherwise. 
Uh, we're talking with Joan Thielen, the public relations manager of the Dumb Friends League. And Joan, what, what do you need? People, maybe they can't volunteer. Do you need money? That's probably a stupid question. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what, what are your needs and where can they go to find out what your needs are? So we are a private nonprofit organization, the Dumb Friends League. We are supported entirely through community donations. So making a monetary gift is always helpful. You can do that at ddfl.org. And those resources that come in, that money that comes and helps support our programs like Solutions Veterinary Hospital, our cruelty investigations, humane education, adoptions, lost and found services. So they make a big difference to helping pets in need. Additionally, if you're not able to make a monetary gift, because we understand right now, especially with COVID, things are are hard for some people, we can always use supplies. There's a supply wish list on the website as well that you can access or just spread the word, you know, share on social media about pet adoption, about the Dumb Friends League support in that way. You might need more money because typically there's a big fundraiser we call, uh, you know, the, the big barbecue, Lulu's Barbecue. And you raise a lot of money at that barbecue to help the animals with not just money, but items they need. And we couldn't do it this year because of the COVID. So there might be a big list of things you need besides money, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, we have had to adapt, as a lot of other organizations have as well. A lot of our events, our in-person events, to either be virtual or cancel them like Lulu's barbecue. So, you know, any support you can give is really helpful right now to help us continue to provide these programs and services. And some of these rules we talked about uh, for the Quebec Street Shelter, does that hold true for the Buddy Center down in uh, Castle Rock? And how about the Equine Center where all those wonderful horses are? That's a great question. So the Buddy Center in Castle Rock is offering adoptions for cats and small pets, things like hamsters, guinea pigs, All dog adoptions are being done at the Denver location, the Leslie A. Malone Center. And at the Buddy Center, it is completely virtual. So all of those adoptions are done virtually. You can go and schedule your virtual adoption council at ddfl.org if you're interested in a pet at the Buddy Center. And that's just because that space is so much smaller. We're not able to successfully socially distance. And at that location... Um, And then the Harmony Equine Center in Franktown, that process really hasn't changed much. I mean, you've been there, Murphy, so you know how big and beautiful it is. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) So that's Um, the same thing. That's good. That's good because there's beautiful horses down there. You guys do such a great job with those horses. Those trainers you have down there are phenomenal people doing a great job. Well, hey, Joan, thanks for the time over there. And say hi to my friends at the Dumb Friends League. Stay safe and stay away from the COVID, okay? You too. Thanks, Murphy. Yeah, you bet, Joan, anytime. And hang on, you guys. It's Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. We're going to talk with Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health for our weekly COVID update for the state of Colorado.